Hey, he said, let's go, so let's go. Welcome to The Unfinished Business, a podcast brought to you by Talbert and Talbert. Hey, how you doing today, nephew? I'm doing good. Super sunny out here in San Diego. Getting ready to start my uh, chauffeur job, picking up the kids from school and uh, trying to get back just in time for the start of this Thursday night football. Watching a little bit of this basketball that's been popping up on our screen. So everything's good. How about yourself, huh? Uh, it's hot out here. You know, this global warming got to stop. You know, we don't, you know, we don't have the types of um, seasons as all the other states have, you know, East Coast and, you know, the other places. So we don't get to experience the fall, the winter. It seems like it's summer, 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 especially with this global warming. And I'm going to not right now get into global warming because I don't completely understand it. So, you know, we like to understand something before we start talking about it. But I know... Because your, your great-nephew, uh, I was taking him to school the other day, and he was asking me about, like, the weather. And it's funny, you know, how we... I mean, we do live in California, so we're not used to all of the seasons or whatnot. But just imagine a kid growing up in today's world and how... I mean, we did get rain. Correct. We, get, we got rain. Facts. We got cool temperatures when it was around this time that weather actually changed but think about a kid nowadays where they're just hot all the time it seems like they get maybe a, a day of rain or two days of rain he asked me he was like hey this isn't supposed to be like winter time like it's supposed to be <laughs> <laughs> like yeah it usually is but i don't know what's going on here yeah but you know the funny part on the other parts of the coast uh, mainly the east coast they have certain clothing for certain things you know we don't have jackets and coats basically we don't even have sweaters we we wear hoodies so and and you know for them i wonder how they teach that in school about fall i mean in spring and winter and we know when summer is so it's basically year round for us but you know before i again we actually did learn about like seasonal stuff like that i don't know i think they probably knocked that out the park that's not even part of their uh, curriculum kind of program at all i don't think so yeah i mean that that's that's heavy right there so again for me to jump into something i don't know i'd rather research it i'd rather research it and know what i'm talking about and even getting into you know political global warming and as we hear about it all the time how the uh, aerosols and everything is going up into the into the um airs and creating Humidity, which uh, in return, the heat comes back down. That's how I think I see it, but you know, I could be wrong. But I'd rather I'd rather uh, research it first before I even talk about it. But um, yeah, other than that, uh, we're gonna um, get this new segment, and this is totally new to you. It okay. isn't rehearsed. I'm ready. I'm ready. It isn't. It isn't. It isn't rehearsed. It's your first time hearing of it. We didn't navigate through it and talk about it. Uh, it's uh, is it stance or no stance? You gonna take a stance on something? Do, are there things that we're doing by force or by choice? And you can just opt out. You cannot have your opinion. And we'll piggyback off each other. We can even throw random things out and voice our opinion on it, take a stance on it, or opt out and don't take a stance on it. So, and quite naturally, the first thing is. The vaccine. 
okay? Um, I have, I guess I could say I'm opting out, <laughs> literally and, and figuratively. Uh, I have not taken it. I am going to take it, uh, but uh, I guess kicking and screaming, you could, you could say, because of work purposes. And um, eventually, I think all Americans, you see they've got the kids going towards this as a mandate for them possibly to go to school we're having issues like that here in san diego where uh, some people are taking their kids out of school and going strictly to virtual but you know that's not something that could be sustainable i don't think for the long run and that's just that's how it's gonna be so my my no stance will be to just you know take it kicking and screaming but uh it's it's, it's probably more than likely the best thing for us all Everything that, you know, I, I've kind of gone on the other side of the stance with, with Kyrie. We all know that he's, you know, good or worse, you know, losing money. But he has he's taking a stance, you know. We, we may not agree with it or disagree. We definitely disagree with a lot of his, uh, I guess, thought process of getting there or maybe how he's helping others to get to, to where he's at, to, you know, speak about it, be an advocate. But... He's taking a stance, nonetheless, and you got to respect it, or you just get out the way of it. Well, you well, you know the old saying: you have to stand for something or fall for anything, and that's just that's just what it is. So we'll get. I'll get back to me, my opt in, because I opt in because I've taken both shots and I have to get a booster shot. Because again, we'll say it again: you know, my immune system is compromised. Now, when I get to thinking about things, I'll be like, wow, why did I take this shot? Because I hear different perspectives on the shot. And one gentleman said, hey, the vaccine is a drug. They're shooting a drug into your body. So I'm saying, well, they're giving us drugs to get what, what are they, what is the outcome they want out of it? Now, if I was to say, this is my process of thinking, I'm saying, what if they give us this vaccine and the vaccine is targeted towards certain levels? diabetes, high blood pressure, uh, obesity, and those things. And I believe those are all African-American uh, contributed diseases. And I'm like, wait, they're trying to distinguish us or what? Are they trying to extinct us? They make us like dinosaurs or what? So I got into the mind frame like, man, I started breaking out at one point. I had an allergy or breakout. I said, that damn shot, man. Why don't I take that shots, man? That damn, you know, so... It, it, it triggers your mind to start thinking because I was like, I was completely healthy, never had any breakouts, never lurched anything before I took the shot. Now I took the shot. Now I got these bumps on my head and I'm breaking out. Like, hey, man, what'd they do? Did they enhance, you know, an allergy to come out by taking the shot? So, like, you know, where I'm, I'm on the fence with it. I got to take a third shot. I'm on the fence about that. But for as far as the far other two, I'm in compliance with the the government and what works for the government i have my two shots the third one i may not do you know it's just it just sounds you know, i just heard it that depending on which one you got it might be a fourth one well they might as well just lock me up i ain't taking no fourth shot <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I just heard when they were speaking about the kids and how the lower dosage for them uh they found that there's going to be another booster shot for those who've had the third so i don't know if they're like I said, that's that's my biggest. Uh, well, we could just go on forever taking shot after shot after shot after shot. After shot. Yeah. I mean, they could just tell us anything. 
Now, when we when we jump back to Kyrie Irving, as I want to say too, when I heard Stephen A. Smith talk about finances and how they work, yeah. he says it may seem like you're making all this money, but then he said you're actually getting 22 cents on the dollar after they give you that big contract, after your agent takes his fee, after you pay 38% in, uh, in taxes for Uncle Sam, you're going to get end up with 27 cents on the dollar. It's just like your paycheck. Yeah. It's exactly like your paycheck. So, you know, you get paid and, you know, Uncle Sam takes a third and you're supposed to get two thirds, but like he takes a fourth and you get, you know, the other three quarters. So you're working to make the system work. You're working, yeah. you're working to make the system go. And uh, Stephen A broke it down and it was one of the first times he ever made sense to me in a long time. I was like, wow, man. So these guys are getting 27 cents on the dollar and it seems like a lot of money. And and like in, in, a, in a force, you know, to Kyrie, he may be a multimillionaire and this money may not even matter that much to him if you're talking 27 cents on the dollar. He may be picking, yeah. he may he may be getting that money else somewhere else on the back end. And I think we discussed this before about people who are out of sports. Something bad had happened to them, like Colin Kaepernick. Something bad happened to him, but in the long run, he made that money up, you know, tenfold. Yeah. So that's uh. Well, all right. Well, since we're jumping into stances and not stances, I I just throw two at you. Go ahead. You can pick and choose which one you want. I'm ready. This, Alec Baldwin situation with the movie. I don't know if you're familiar with that one. I'm glad. And, and also the Dave Chappelle uh, controversy. I don't know if you're up on that either. Well, again, Alec Baldwin in the rust. I do know. I do read. I, I, you know, I wake up, I pray, you know, I do my thing, and then I I, I get into topics of the world. Um, that 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 gun. Allegedly, they had used that in, in target practice. They were out there shooting with it the whole time while they were out there shooting with it. And there probably was a live round already in the chamber that he didn't know about or saying he didn't know about it. But Alec Baldwin, he has to cover all his bases. You know, he killed someone. That's murder. You know, he, he killed someone. That's murder straight out. No, there you can't cut it. You can't do anything to do about it. Uh, the only, only hang up I have with the Alec Baldwin situation he is a veteran actor. He should have known, try to check the gun, the prop gun, or ask, is this a prop gun or is this a real gun? You know, he should have known the um, the, the whereabouts or what what happened, the history of this gun before he decided to shoot it. Had it, you know, a prop gun, he should have, have known. If it's a live round in it, he should have known. Um, I also heard that there was another celebrity who said he decided not to, uh, he, not to even go on set because of this actual gun and the people associated with 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 this gun and the problems they had uh, prior to to um, on scene safety. So wow. yeah, there's a lot of things going on there. Dave Chappelle, he's taking a stance, and he's taking a stance to say he said what he said, which which means um, if he said something to offend somebody. This culture is so easily to be offended, but they put themselves out for people to have an opinion about them. 
So if you are of something that is different or you we perceive to be different, say, say you're heterosexual and you believe that being gay is different. Not that you, me, I'm going to say me. I'm going to say anybody else. I'm a heterosexual man. I'm not homophobic. I don't care who's lesbian, who's straight. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. But if you do something weird to me, I'm going to tell you, that's weird, bro. That's weird. That's not normal. You know, if you practice something that is weird to me and is not straight to me, I should be able to say, hey, man, that's kind of weird. Not that I'm against it or not that I'm for it. It's weird. It, it doesn't, you know, I, I, I'm not going to kiss another man in the mouth. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to have oral sex with another man. I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to have sex with another man. It's not going to happen. So if Dave Chappelle, back to him, if he offended the LGBTQ community, I mean, he probably needs to apologize, but he said, he said what he said, and he's not backing up. And then the LGBTQ community has to understand what they do that offends heterosexuals. Yeah, well, I had a chance. I was at the barber shop okay. uh, yesterday with, with with Khalil, and they happened to be playing this special in the background. And I had seen it before. Okay, but I was more locked into it now because of what I seen it before all the controversy. Got it. But now, controversy, I was seeing it through a lens of like not a lens, but just kind of like. My ears were a little bit more perked up. You're you're seeing it as you're seeing it as comedy. Yeah. Okay. And I don't understand how he offended anybody. Like this is just my opinion. Uh, I just I saw why he is he's taking the stance that he's taking, and I think that a lot of people who may have been offended probably didn't even see the, the special themselves. I think they uh, they just took like headlines or seen clips. Of what other everyone else was talking about? Well, you got a lot of bandwagoners, man. You got people who just wanna, you, who just wanna, who just yeah, wanna. Quick to cancel. They weren't yeah. quick to, to see where he was, his perspective. They were quick to just jump on the other side of things. And so I think, I think if, if like he said, I think he uh, he just mentioned it in his last special or uh, one of his shows that he said that I want if you guys want to sit down with me, I'm willing to do so. But one of my conditions is. You have to watch the closer, which is which is that special. And I think if they were to watch it, they probably would feel probably a, a little ignorant to to why they felt so passionate about because I don't think they actually watched it. Because he closes his show out just just uh, button it up. He closes his show out talking about a comedian who was transgender that he brought to open up for him. Okay, and. Basically, I don't know if you're going to watch it or not, but... I will watch it. I will watch it to educate myself. The person ended up killing himself, his or herself, because of the vitriol and all of the bad mouthing on Twitter that uh, he or she got on Twitter for being in the show with Dave Chappelle, who was known as to them as transphobic. And, and he thought it was ironic, you know, that he was the one who was opening up an avenue for somebody of that gender and they shitted on her well actually it, it kind of backfired on you know i think the 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 see it seems like the 
LGBT community turned on their own and Dave Chappelle was trying to have someone open up for him uh, for the LGBT community and it kind of backfired. Yeah. So now this person kills himself allegedly because his own community, you know, did a number two on him. So yeah, yeah, that's just um, that's bad. Unfortunately, it's just one of those things where we're at a we're what is it? The shoot first, ask questions last. Right. It's kind of like our society now of cancelization. Like we're not really getting all the information. You said it perfectly when we opened up. I don't want to be acting as if I'm an expert on a situation until I actually read up on it. I'm educated on it. I'm, I'm pretty much uh, I'm well versed in the situation before I start acting as if I'm an expert. Other than that, other than that, anything that we that we do these days, and that's the complete opposite of what we're doing. We're doing everything but that we're getting the clips we're getting the headline we're getting the breaking news and we just running with it without even educating ourselves on the situation because people people are media is so negative it's negative driven so the first thing you hear is breaking news you don't even get the story breaking news and you're going to run with it i can i can i can almost tell you i can put out 10 positive stories and won't get any feedback. I could put out 10 negative stories and get eight feedbacks because people are drawn to negativity. Why that is? Yeah, they, didn't they see that uh, report that said that that's how Facebook, that's how they make their money? Yes. They, yeah, I've seen that. They prey on those who give off that negative information and, and they know that people are going to be more gravitated towards that than an actual happy story or something the positivity right it's you know it it, it kind of uh triggers our emotions differently so if you you're preying on people's emotions in a negative way it's more uh so that they're going to be drawn to click on on something that's going to make them feel that way Absolutely. instead of something that's you know positive or that that makes you feel good right i mean i think you know people who are in control they want to be the ones to set the narrative and have all the feel-good, do-good stories. Everything else, they want to, you know, shift under the rug and, you know, bring down, you know, the negativity down towards, you know, the people who they feel that are beneath them or lower-class people or, or people that are um, less fortunate than them. But, you know, we're all in this life together and... Uh, because your job title has you making three million. Okay, I'm a garbage man. So what? What's going? What's what's going to be the difference? Yeah. Uh, the outcome is we all going to leave here one way or the other. That's going to be the outcome. Um, but other than that, uh, let's just jump into these uh, Mike's two cents. I want to hear about these Lakers, man. What the hell? Uh, I'll get to them in a minute. <laughs> uh, World Series going on right now. This is my favorite time of the year. We got baseball winding down. Got college football getting into his like real real games rivalries and all that good stuff getting ready for that bowl season and of course football's getting ready for that stretch run with the playoffs and basketball's back so we got we got the best of everything but one thing that's been captivating other than the World Series which is Astros tied it up last night one to one against the Braves they got a game three on Friday tomorrow so tune into that. But the one uh, league that's kind of catching everybody's attention is this hockey. And uh, 
that whole sexual assault deal that went down in 2013. Right. Yeah. You know what? It's funny because I was, I was like, and I, you know, like I texted you yesterday, one like, I'm kind of lost on this subject. I kept hearing sexual assault. I was thinking with some, you know, in-house executive um, sexual assaulting, uh, allegedly a female or, or person in, in the workplace. Come to find out, it was this, you know, the guy. He plays in Germany right now. Yeah. 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 So he yeah, he came out and he said, you know, he played, he's in Germany right now, professional. He playing in Germany. And, um, and again, you know, this kind of lines up with that, you know, I don't want to say it, the Illuminati type thing, you know, you, you it's kind of like, if you don't do what I say you do, then, then I'm going to uh, stop your, your, your growth. I'm going to stop you from being who you want to be because you don't want to have sex with me. Even if this hockey player, I don't know if he is or he is not gay, even if he is and he don't want to have sex with the general manager, Bro, go your way. He don't want to have sex with you. Don't force it upon him. Maybe he, maybe he don't like you. It's almost like heterosexuals. That girl don't like you. Get another one. Find somebody who likes you. Somebody find somebody you're compatible with. Don't force your agenda on someone else. Don't force your your sexual preferences or your or your or your sexual desires on someone else. No matter if you're heterosexual, you know, uh, LGBTQ, just. You know, stay in your lane, man. You'll be all right. Stay in your lane. That's all you can do. Yeah, it seemed like after, uh, and it was a. That's why I like Boosie Badass. That's why I like Boosie, man. Shout out to Boosie. <laughs> the gentleman's name is uh, he. He was in the court documents. It's John Doe. He revealed himself as Kyle Beach. Oh yeah, so, that was it. Yeah. Like you said, playing in Germany now, it probably that uh, power structure probably stopped him from being in the NHL, like you were saying, and so he had to. And, and, it, and it is a power struggle, and it is a power struggle because you know why it is. Look at the NFL. Look at look at uh, the, the uh, pr- uh, president uh, of the uh, NFL, Roger Goodell. He's saying everything's cool. No more no more leaks about the emails. Oh, everybody's fine. Nobody no everybody want uh, anatomy, anatomy to me. And guess what? The other people are saying no 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 no. That's not what we want. We want it. We want it to come out. Yeah, you're suppressing yeah. it. You're suppressing yeah. it. Raiders, uh, with the owners, said he wants it out. If they, if y'all gonna make me force me to fire my coach, I wanna, I want everything on the table. See, see what else, what else is going on around here. But they're not gonna unveil <laughs> that iron curtain because you know that that good old boys club has been been sealed up for years. And I'm pretty sure there's some emails in there that that end a lot of people's careers if all of that stuff came out. But let me transition to the. You said it in the beginning. The Lakers, man, they blew a 26-point lead to the worst team in the league, OKC. Now sitting at two and three, you can say anything about you know Bron's injured. They're just getting it together. Uh, but the thing that that will always be what it is is they're they're a little bit older of a roster. Uh, there's only one basketball. Um, this is a problem I think that the Lakers had last year with even Dennis Schroeder and a. He's a point guard that needs the ball in his hands to create. But if you're going to be creating with LeBron on the court, which he needs the ball in his hands to create and make things happen and make things better. And they're not the best shooters in the world. Russell Westbrook is actually in the history of the NBA, the worst shooting point guard. This is a fact. The worst shooting point guard in history from behind the, behind the arc. So you team that up with 
with what they got already as an ensemble, as an older roster, and uh, non-defensive playing roster, this is what you're going to get. So, I mean, we'll see. It's, it's really early, five games in. Um, they got a lot to correct. They, I think it's got to start defensively first and foremost, and then they got to figure out the rotations because they, I think they still have a couple of guys who are injured who aren't able, who were going to be uh, counted on as contributors like Kendrick Nunn, uh, Trevor Ariza, and they've got to get them back into the mix of things once they get healthy, and then also when Braun gets back healthy. So it's, it's a lot they got to worry about. And like I told some of my Laker friends that uh, who keep shooing me away when I try to tell them these things, I say, hey, it gets early real quick in the West. You can't be losing these games in OKC and against some of these, you know, cellar-dweller type teams and just think that you're just going to flip a switch when everybody gets healthy. So that's my two cents. Well, yeah, and I'm going to a little uh, expunge on a little bit. That was the first time the Lakers in 25 years blew a 26-point lead in 25 years. And, and it just kind of shows me that the league is getting younger. The legs are fresher. They're running. They're shooting. They're shooting. Yeah, I see guys. Yeah. So, you know, but they're getting cocky. I do feel what LeBron, LeBron felt the other day when he told the guy, hey, man, why are you popping off after your mouth? A year and a half ago, dude, you were, you know, looking for you know a place to live you know sucking straws out of, out of somewhere so you know don't pop off now because you can you know your year and a half tenure and as long as my 19 year tenure you might be out the league so that guy uh, I think it was Cameron Payne you know he yeah yeah, yeah he should have you know not try to show anyone up you know he's a good ball player but you know you don't know what your journey going to be you can be you know king one day and then you know be at the bottom of the cellar the next so Stay humble, young man, and, and just enjoy the ride. Because, you know, in a blink, it's going to be gone. It ain't going to last long. You know, 10 years from now, 8 years from now, you're going to be out the league. But anyway. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, anyway, we got to move right along, and um, we're going to close this up because time has moved on. Uh, we want to thank you for tuning in. And uh, I just got a text across my screen. Your uncle just got a job for Disney. Oh, whoa. Yeah, your Uncle Bubby, uh, Uncle Rally. Yeah, just got a job. So congratulations to my big bro. He just got a job offer from Disney Fox. 